answering these questions is important because it's really going to help you to better understand how to explain what your company does and what your product does for your customers so that people are interested in buying that product to get that value. And so people understand why they should choose you for help solving their problem. We became entrepreneurs because more than anything, we want freedom. We want to be in control of our own schedule, income, and life. But unfortunately, that isn't always the reality of being a business owner. I'm Gillian Perkins, and I'm on a mission to take back entrepreneurship for what it's supposed to be. In every episode, I'll share with you how to get the most out of every hour you work so that you can work less and earn more. Let's get to it. This is episode number two of Business Planning Deep Dive. I'm your host, Gillian Perkins, and in today's episode, we're going to be tackling section number two of your business plan. This covers your marketing messages. So we're gonna be working on coming up with some marketing messages that explain what your company does in a really clear and persuasive way so that people want to work with you, want to buy your products, and you can easily turn your business into a success. So in this section of the plan, you are going to get clear on exactly what you're providing to the customers, what the real value of that is for them, what problem you're solving for them, who exactly they are, and also how you're going to deliver those results to them. What is your system? What is your unique method? And why should potential customers choose you over your competition? Answering these questions is important because it's really going to help you to better understand how to explain what your company does and what your product does for your customers so that people are interested in buying that product to get that value. And so people understand why they should choose you for help solving their problem. So with that said, let's get on into the very first part of the messaging section of your business plan. What problem does your company solve for your customers? Pretty much every company solves a problem for their customers. Their products solve some sort of problem that those customers are facing. So you need to figure out what is that problem that you are solving. So for example, if you are a virtual assistant, well, then your clients would be online business owners who are struggling with too much to do. And so the problem that you're solving for them is that they're overwhelmed, they don't have enough time to do everything on their plate, and you can help them out with that. Or for another example, what if you sell an online course about photography? Well, your clients clearly want to learn about photography and that's why they'd buy your course, but what is the problem that they're facing? Well, they have a gap between where they want to be and where they are right now. They want to know how to take beautiful pictures of perhaps their children, but they don't know how. And that is a problem. They can't take the pictures that they want to take. So in order to figure out what problem you solve for your customers, think about the result that you create for them and then backtrack. Think, well, what problem does that result solve? What would the absence of that result look like? Spend a little bit of time thinking about this and then answer that first question. What problem does your product solve for your customers? The next question you need to answer is, what result do you create for your customers or will you create for your customers when you start your business? So this is going to pair right along with the problem that you're solving. You're solving a problem for them and you're creating a result. 
you are somehow improving their lives. So what exactly is that result? Now, keep in mind, this is not the product that you are selling. For example, if you're selling a blender, the result isn't they have a blender. The result is not even necessarily they have smoothie. The result is that now they have an easy, convenient, healthy breakfast option that they feel good about. If you're not quite sure what the result is that your product creates for your customers, think about what their life will be like before and after your product. Where are they now? And then after using or having your product, where will they be? And try to go a step beyond the obvious. So for example, instead of just thinking, well, after they buy my blender, then they'll be able to make smoothies or they'll have a blender. You need to go a step further and think, well, what will that mean for them? How will it change their life? Now they'll have this easy, convenient, healthy breakfast option that they feel good about. That's the real result of your product. Next, you need to answer the question, how does your company create that result? What does your customer need to do in order to get that result that they're looking for? And what does your company do to create that result for the customer? Answering this question really doesn't need to be difficult. You don't need to try to persuade anyone here. You just need to tell it like it is. Keep it simple. Keep it clear. Because here is the, the power of this. When people understand your process, then they will trust your process. Let me say that again slightly differently. People trust what they understand. So if you tell people, I can save you tons of time but you don't tell them how, then they won't really believe that you can. But if you say, I can save you tons of time by teaching you an easier, faster way to clean your home, suddenly that's much more believable. And if you break it down even more and tell them what this whole system looks like and how it will save them time cleaning their home, they're going to believe you even more and be much more likely to buy your product. Who does your business serve? In answering the last several questions, you've started to get to know your target customer. You've been thinking about what problem they're facing, what result they want to achieve, and how you're going to help them achieve that result. So now it should be pretty easy for you to answer the next question, which is, who is that customer? Who is your target customer? Who does your business serve? So in this section of your marketing message here in part two of the business plan, you get to be a little bit more specific and add some more details to your target customer. For this section, you don't need to fully flesh out every single detail about your target customer, but it is good to add a few of the key details that set this person apart from the rest of the populace. So for example, maybe most of your customers are going to be over a certain age or under a certain age. Maybe they will mostly be one gender or another gender. Maybe they're mostly going to live in one country or another country. Or maybe they're all going to have had a similar background. Whatever are those key details, that's what I want you to write down right here. Like I said, you don't need to get too detailed, especially because later on in your plan in section three, when you're working on your marketing strategy, you're going to be more specific with the things that really matter, demographics and psychographics and things like that. So right now, just put down some key points about who this target customer really is. Why do you do what you do? The next part of this plan might feel unnecessary, and if you don't immediately have an answer to it, you might be tempted to skip it. But I promise it's really going to help you to be able to create a more persuasive marketing message. Now, I'm sure, you know, some of you have a really strong reason why you do what you do, but others of you might think, well, you know, I just do this to make money or I just do this because I can. But I want you to go a little bit deeper with that. And here's why. 
the reason it matters why you do what you do is just because when you tap into your real reason why and you get clear on it and you remember that reason, you're going to be able to tell the story of your company and why it exists and how you are striving to help people and change the world much more authentically. And people will pick up on that. So if you're just trying to get out there and sell a product, that's not going to be very attractive. And people probably won't want to buy your product. But if you tell them about your personal reason why, you want to help people in this way, well, then that will be much more attractive and you'll find that sales come much more easily. Why should your customers choose you over your competition? I know a lot of people hear this question and they think, oh, I don't know, maybe they should just choose my competition. I know that that is exactly how I felt when I was first starting my business. I felt like I couldn't provide the services, sell the products that I was selling any better than my competition. And in fact, their products were likely better. Here is the easiest way to figure out how to differentiate yourself from your competition. You just need to think about what are the current problems in the industry or the current problem someone might face if they were trying to solve the problem that you help people solve? So for example, let's say that you teach parents how to overcome pickiness in their child's eating, okay? So parents who have picky eaters, you teach them strategies for overcoming that. Well, there are probably other people out there who teach similar methods who help parents overcome the same problem. But why don't their systems work? Why is your system better? You just need to think about the problems with their system. Don't even think about your system at first. Just think about the problems with their system. Maybe their systems take too much time. Maybe they create some negative behaviors. Maybe they don't really create the result the parents are looking for. Maybe they cause the parents to have to do things they don't really want to do. Or for another example, let's say you're a wedding photographer. So what are some of the problems that brides sometimes have with wedding photographers? Maybe they're too expensive. Maybe they don't show up on time. Maybe the packages are too complicated to understand. Maybe the photographers try to force them to buy more than they want, or they don't include as many things in the packages as the brides want. Well, you can fix those problems in your own services. So just think about the problems that people have with your competitors and then figure out how you can provide a service or sell a product that doesn't have those problems. You've made it to the very last section, your proprietary system. Okay, so what is this exactly? Well, basically, it is the system that you use to get your customers that result that you talked about up earlier in your marketing message and your system that is unique and different from your competition's system. Coming up with your proprietary system really doesn't need to be complicated. You just need to think about the three or so steps that you are going to take to deliver the result to the customer that they're really looking for. Or alternatively, you might think about the three or so steps that your customer needs to follow with your product in order to get that result that they're looking for. So just think about what that process really needs to look like. What's the first thing someone needs to do? It could be as simple as, buy the product or sign up for our services or fill out an easy questionnaire. Then what is the second step they need to do? Maybe they need to book a consultation call or they need to take the product out of the box or they need to set up the product. And then what is the third step they need to do? 
Maybe they just need to turn it on or they need to sit back and let you do the work. But you need to outline what this system looks like that people can use to get the result. Or for one other completely different example, if you were selling an online course about, let's say, how to get more traffic to your blog, then you might walk them through the three main things they need to do in order to get that traffic to their blog. When people see the system and they understand how it works, then they'll trust the system, as I mentioned earlier. So when you explain the system, you're not going to tell them every little nuance of how to do it. They'll still really need to buy your course to be able to learn how to put the system into practice. But by explaining how they can get that traffic to their blog, they'll be much more trusting that your course can deliver that result. And that's it. Once you answer the questions we walked through in today's episode, you will have completely finished the second part of your business plan and will have your marketing messages all worked out. Having your marketing messages written mean that your business will be able to more clearly and effectively explain exactly what you do, which will make people much more interested in working with you and buying your products because they'll truly understand how you can help them. This has been episode two of our business planning deep dive series. Now, next week in episode number three, we will be covering your marketing strategy. You're going to be coming up with a marketing strategy for your company. And this is so key for actually making sales of your product. Even if you have an amazing product, if you just put it up for sale on your website and you don't have any sort of marketing method, then people will have no idea that it exists. They'll have no idea that they can purchase it. And so they won't because they literally can't. So number three is a very important part of your business plan. And I want to make sure that you don't miss that. Subscribe if you are not already so that you can catch episode number three and create a strategic marketing plan for your business. Thank you so much for joining me for episode two of this business planning deep dive series. If you are enjoying the series, I would love to hear from you. Let me know what kind of business you're planning or if you have any questions at all, because I'm always happy to help you out and help you figure out how to build a successful business for yourself. That's all for today's episode. Thank you again for joining me. I'll see you back again here next week. Until then, stay focused and keep on taking action. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Work Less, Earn More. Now, here's what I want you to do next. Take a screenshot of this episode you're listening to right now and share it out on your Instagram stories. And when you do, make sure you tag me at Gillian Z Perkins so I can see you're listening. Sharing on stories is going to help more people find this podcast so they too can learn how to build their business in a way that allows them to work less and earn more. And if you really love the show, head over to Apple Podcasts right now and leave Work Less, Earn More a review to give it a boost and help even more people find it. Okay, let's wrap this up. I'm Gillian Perkins, and until next week, stay focused and take action.